Hey guys, welcome to the Education Podcast, the go-to show for educators who are ready to start or grow their business in the education space. Here's your host, Dr. Kevin Lightman, and it's time to Education on your goals. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to the Education Podcast. My goal in each episode is to leave you with actionable advice in 10 minutes or less. Your time is incredibly valuable, so let's jump right into it. Today's episode features Ross Loveland. He's the founder and chief profit strategist of his company, Grow Green Profit Advisors. After years of working at a multi-billion dollar company with 10,000 plus employees, Ross knew he wanted to have more of a direct impact on the world. That's when Grow Green was started, and it was based on two beliefs. Number one is that the small business is essential to our communities and to our economy. Number two is that small business lifestyle can be hard, but it doesn't have to be. Ross and Grow Green Profit Advisors specialize in working with educational consultants, helping them to achieve their purpose and make a bigger impact. I am so excited for this. We have Ross Loveland here, and you have some excellent, excellent work with education consultants, and I'm so excited to hear what your advice is for our viewers today. So please, Ross, uh, first of all, share just a little bit about yourself, who you are. Sounds great. Thanks, Dr. Lightman. Yeah, so I'm Ross uh, with the firm Grow Green Profit Advisors. And like you said, we're working with educational consultants uh, and helping them to kind of realize their purpose and this idea that it's okay to make money. That's actually what I'm going to talk about today. This idea that uh, making money in educational consulting is is okay. So I'll, I'll talk about that, kind of the why it's okay, but then also we'll get into that practical tip and share some of the how. That's awesome. Uh, and that's so important for those people who are education consultants out there, people who are educators who are in business. Just the idea of making money can be so intimidating for people who are service oriented. So please, Ross, take the floor and tell us all about it. Awesome. Yeah. And it is so common in education and even educational consulting for people to feel like making money or making too much money is a bad thing. And it makes sense that people feel that because I don't think anyone goes into teaching or even any vocation within the public school system to become rich. You know, teachers, school admins, educational consultants, all of these individuals tend to be very purpose-driven. They want to make a difference. And that's a wonderful thing. I can never express enough how grateful I am for those that work in our school systems or in any way work to improve the education of my children. So amazing. Uh, but that brings me to my first point. Just because you weren't making much money as a school teacher or an admin doesn't mean you shouldn't have been. The work that teachers and others in our school systems do is so unbelievably important and valuable, even if it's not rewarded as such. I like the way that one of my clients put it. She said, I feel like now I am making the money I should have been making before. It's unfortunate that I had to leave the system to make what I deserve. And I agree with that. It is unfortunate, but it's also our current reality. Now, there's definitely a common myth that profits and purpose are mutually exclusive. This idea that if you make a lot of money, you must be selfish and therefore taking from the world, not giving to it. Conversely, if you make little money, it must be because you're so giving and generous and you know selfless. And while it's absolutely true that there are some rich, selfish people, in my experience, most of the time, 
people with more money are giving more. So when we're talking about this myth, I firmly believe that the opposite is true. In fact, greater profits lead to greater purpose. And that's because money, like so many things in life, is a resource. In other words, the more money you have, the more capacity you have. And you can use that capacity to do good, to fulfill your purpose, and to lift those around you. Some examples, you can use that money to give more to local nonprofits and charities that you believe in. You can send your kids to college. You can grow and expand your business to bless and serve even more school districts and others you work with. You can save for retirement. You can be in a position so that, there when, so that when there truly is a special need, that you can offer your services discounted or free. And these are just a few of the good things that you can do, but you can't do any of them if you're just scraping by or neglecting the financial aspect of your business. And I will pause here to say that while we're talking about making money, it's important to not lose sight of your mission. At our company, we talk about from profits to purpose. The financial success, the money isn't the purpose. It should lead to and support the purpose. And this is why I love the educational consulting space so much. Because if I can help individuals who are so dedicated to doing good, who give so much of themselves to have an increased capacity to do that good, man, I can't think of anything else that I would rather be doing. Ross, that is awesome. I, I just want to stop you for one second just to highlight what you said. So, you know, audience members, people who are listening, really think about the fact that the more capacity you have, the more you can do. I know so many educators that are like, oh, if only I had, I could stock up this classroom and I can uh, do some of these things for the community. And there is a path for that. So what Ross is saying is spot on. It's so important to consider. So uh, please keep going. I don't want to uh, interrupt okay. you, but I just think it's so important I'm glad you I did. have to point that out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, and so... Yeah, we have this sense that, that making money sometimes isn't, isn't a good thing, um, but it, it really is. It can allow us to do so much good. And so now let's face on, on the how. This podcast, and frankly, we don't have time, but I do want to share uh, one very important tip. And then I'll be putting out an article with that working title, you know, making money in educational consulting and why it's okay. Uh, when that comes out, uh, you can definitely read that and there'll be more tips in there. So the first tip is this, don't underprice your services. Don't underprice your services. And I have to share credit and give a shout out to Mike Anderson of leadinggreatlearning.com. A lot of these ideas come from a wonderful conversation that I had with him recently. So don't underprice your services. This is so important. Again, this can be hard, especially if you come from the public school system, but you need to recognize that your services are valuable. One way that I see a lot of consultants undervalue their work is by discounting. They'll say, this is my rate for one day, but if you hire me for 10 days, I'll reduce my rate. And if we do 20 days, I'll reduce it even more. This can seem like a good idea, like a good sales tactic, but most of the time, I think it's more harmful than helpful. And you start to fill up your calendar with days where you're earning less than the rate that you want. And then that can even make you feel bitter if another school district comes along, they're willing to pay your full rate. You can do great work there, but you're already contracted with a school district that's paying you less. In the conversation I had with Mike, he recommended having 
one set rate or maybe one for local and one for when you have to travel. But when you do have that one rate, what you do is you make it so you don't have to think about money as much. You can focus on the work that you love to do. And now the rate is the rate. You don't negotiate. You don't worry about it. It just is what it is. Uh, and I also want to mention that, <clears throat> Dr. Lightman, I really enjoyed the recent podcast you did. Uh, the worst thing someone can say is no. That was great. <laughs> that was spot on. So price what you're worth and stand behind it. That is excellent advice, Ross. Thank you so much. And uh, I, yeah, it's one of those things we are afraid of pricing and a lot of us are afraid of even having that conversation. So uh, just being open to saying, this is the value that I'm putting on this and that value is final and you need to work with me, not vice versa. Uh, you know, cause you can get really caught into a trap of discount, discount, discount all the way down to the bottom. Uh, anything else you'd like to add before we run today? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's also something you, you want to realize and that is that pricing is perception. So when you have a higher rate, others will automatically assume that you have a higher value service. Of course, you want to make sure you can back that up, but in many cases, a higher price is actually gonna make it easier with your sales to contract with school districts. And you can think about it in other, in other ways too. Like imagine you're on trial for a serious crime and you have a lawyer and your lawyer tells you he charges you $50 an hour. That might make you a little nervous. You have a really cheap lawyer. Is there you gonna get the best service? Is he gonna provide what you really need? So pricing that's too low can be just as harmful as pricing that's too high. Sometimes more so if it commits you to doing thing that takes up your time, which is very valuable. So to sum it up, I would say price what you're worth, use a set rate, and don't discount your services. If you stick to that, if you continue to do great work, the opportunities will come, and soon you'll have more than you know what to do with. That's excellent. Thank you so much, Ross. Uh, just really quickly, I'm going to put this on the show notes, but for my followers who'd like to learn more from you or learn more about your company, where can they find you? Yeah, so our website would be the best place. That's growgreenprofits.com. Uh, and specifically for educational consultants, we have a link on that page. And that'll take you to um, some more information about the work we do there and the blog that we have for educational consultants. Yeah, and the blog is excellent. The website's very beneficial. So I highly recommend go check that out. Look at Ross's work and the work of his company. Uh, it'll help you jump levels very quickly. So Ross, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you being here and really appreciate the advice. Thanks, Dr. Lightman. It was a pleasure. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Education Podcast. Want to accelerate your growth in the education space? Join the Education Digital Course, where you will receive tools, resources, and a network of educators who all want to education on their skills and experiences. The link to the course is in the show notes. If you found this episode helpful, please like, subscribe, and share it in your networks.